welcome back to another episode of an untapped acquaintance it's your boy b it's your boy samuel oh samuel samuel that's my gov- that's my government name you're going up you're getting ready to go to puerto rico and you're yeah. like my name is samuel me llamo Samuel. Please, calm down, bro. Calm lo, down. De los Estados Unidos. Calmate. Bájale. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are living and loving life. It's a beautiful, beautiful week. Hope you guys are waking up every day and understanding that God has given you a fresh slate every single day. Mm-hmm. A restart. And to end that note, remember, you can't succeed until you're okay with failing. Ooh, you got to accept failure. Got to accept it. I think the conversation you and I were having earlier, it's like when people fail at certain things, they think like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. No, just like pick up the pieces that, that, that may have been broken and just like figure out where... You went wrong. Yep. Try you to know? put it back together. Try to put it back together. And if it if it say that venture doesn't work out, scrap it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't wreck yourself because you might hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, man. I like that. Um, you know, the past few weeks we've been talking about everything like that, and I think failure is. It's part of life sometimes. To learning a lesson. You have to accept failure, you know? You have to. How else would you learn? I mean, if you keep going that same circle, then it's like, well, I keep failing. Mm-hmm. You got to step mean, out of the circle. You got to step out of that circle and see in the bigger picture, you know? Mm-hmm. It's almost like the iPhone, the camera, the wide, the wide angle. Oh. Dude, when I first got my the new upgrade, because uh, I had like the eight for like almost seven years, I pressed that wide view. I was like, yo. See everything. Everything. Just un unblur. Like take away that haze mm-hmm. and see in the bigger picture. Hope you guys like that one. <laughs> I hope these are I hope these are doing something for you guys, man. Like hopefully people are just taking them in. Yeah. Like, hmm. Let's take it in, you know, write it down, and then maybe look at it later on. Write it but down, turn it around, and pass it around. Boom. Hey, matter of fact, if you guys like any of these little these little quotes, these motivational things, write it on a piece of paper or like a note card, fold it up, and then hand it to somebody. And then the little corner, put it like, just pass it on. Mm. Or keep it going. Ooh, keep it going. Maybe like put it. No, don't put a dollar in there because people yeah. think like. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been, bro? Been good, man. Yeah, the all over the place, but nothing, nothing I couldn't handle. Your boy Sam gave me a, gave me a fresh cut. Had to cut the locks off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel like a, a new man. But you know, I was looking at the mirror right before that that haircut, bro, and I was like. I look different. Yeah. With the long hair, I look different. And then when I cut short, it's like weird. Why weird? I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's the ears. 
Because when I got home and I looked at my head, I was like, damn, bro, you still got big ears. <laughs> I mean, they ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going anywhere. It's but like it just, after not ha- not seeing the, my ears for like. It's like me, I got small wrist. I never realized that. I got small wrist, bro. Like, like I fit in a like a woman's bracelet, and probably it'll probably fit me big. So you probably take off like five, five links probably off your watch. Like seven. Yeah, I take off a good chunk, bro. For real? Yeah, no cap. Like, what size watch do you wear? Do you know like the the case size? Mm-hmm. I don't no? know. Mm-hmm. I always look at people like big watches, uh, like the big faces. I'm like. Like the like the Invictus, the big ones. Yeah, the big Invictus. Uh, those things are heavy on your wrist. Man, heck no. My wrist my wrist will be shot. Some man, I had one and I wore it for almost like twenty minutes. I felt like my wrist was doing thirty push ups within itself. Cause it was just so dang heavy, man. It's weird. I don't know how people wear it. But I wanted to get to this review because one, it's a little special can. Two, it came from one of our one of our good friends. It's from Belching Beaver. Um, it is Deftones Phantom Bride. It's an IPA. Um, so I guess this brewery from Belching Beaver is established 2016. They probably had like this collaboration with the Deftones. Our boy Joe gave this to us or gave this to me and. Um, I had sampled it earlier this week, and um, I was gonna save it, but I wanted you to try it, bro. It's good. Yeah, this is a Joe beer. It it is a Joe beer, right? Mm-hmm. But for an IPA, it has a little bit of flavor mm-hmm. to a little, it. A little citrus. Yeah, right. Joe's not too much of a citrus guy, but Mm-mm. appreciate you for the can, brother. You know, hey, if you guys um want to just send us a can or something like that for us to review. Sample. Sample. Let us know. Hit us up in the the DMs. We'll send out um an address or maybe like a P.O. box. Do do we even have a P.O. box? Honestly, I thought about getting one. Thought about getting one and then it's because so Ashley has that her earring business Mm -hmm. and it's like clay polymer and you know, if we put it outside. Or if it gets returned, it's sitting in the sun and it might just like mm. mess up. So how does a PO box work? Like, like how do you acquire a PO box? It's like a month. It's like a subscription. You so you pay, pay. And you have to pay. Yeah, you have to pay depending on the box size that you have. Mm. Um, but it's it's all safe. You know, your mail comes in. It's undisclosed, and then everything gets put in the box, and you have your own key, your own number. And then um, you just go to the post office, go to your PO box, open it up, and there's your your mail. Sounds, not, in, sounds intense. Sounds like something federal. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to keep your mail safe, you know, because sometimes people look through your mailbox, or sometimes the mailman doesn't pay attention and puts someone else's mail in yours, and yours in someone else's mail. Whatever. Have you ever had that happen? Yeah. Get the neighbor's mail. Yeah. All the time. I have to walk it down to their house. Uh, you don't open it? That's illegal. 
I used to do that. Now, now I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Now I'm just playing. I never did. Same. Just, just hey, your light bill is a little high this month, bro. Your light bill's a little high, dude. You, um, you might want to get so, some solar panels. You might want to get some. It's pretty high. How, how did you know that? I'm just, I just know, man. I know. I see your lights on at night. CPS. I saw you dragging a, a generator. Uh uh-uh. In the back. <laughs> Just smelling gasoline or diesel. (laughs) What does that smell? (laughs) For some reason, gasoline is just a weird smell. Like, uh, you you love that jet fuel? Yeah, bro. Jet fuel is like, and you tell me pass by the airport and I smell it, brings back memories. Before you get on a on an airplane, even when they're like gassing up, um, I'm I'm taking it in. It might be a little bad for you, but it's all right. But um. Hey bro, what what is what's something you would never do again? Maybe something you would never do or eat again. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that, repeat that. What is something you would never do or something you would never eat again? Well, and first of all, I hate ketchup, bro. So I ain't gonna eat ketchup in my whole life. Regard I hate ketchup with a passion. I would never eat ketchup. Oh my god. Like if you put ketchup, like if you want to ruin my day, just give me some ketchup, bro. Like straight up, ketchup is trash. Y'all can talk to me. Y'all can talk to me all about it. I'm not gonna like it. So don't, you eat hot dogs? Yeah, I don't put ketchup on it. You just put mustard. A little bit. You put mayo. Mayo. Little, little bit. Just a little bit. I don't. I'm not too big on the, on the mayo. You know. There's the the met. There's the mayo people, and then there's the ketchup people. I I ain't, I ain't ketchup. I'm ketchup, bro. Question. When you toast your buns, do you put butter or do you put mayo? Before or after? Before. I don't. Like, like instead of putting butter, do you spread on the mayo and then, like, pan sear it? Like, to get that. Like, like the, grilled cheese? I mean, you could even do it on a grilled. Because you know, you know mayo has eggs in it, right? Yeah. I do it with grilled cheese. I'll put a light, a light lather. <laughs> a light lather, a light lather of mayo on the on the edges of or the outside of the buns or the the bread, and I'll just put it on the, on the the pan. Put you some double cheese, and mm. you put that bad boy on there, and it has a, like craft? golden craft, craft cheese. But try craft, and then get the the shredded Velveeta. You know I'm you know I'm lactose intolerant, yeah, right? I mean, Regardless, you're eating cheese when you make grilled cheese. So what's the difference? You might as well just go all the way, right? All the way. <laughs> but I usually do like craft the shredded Velveetas and then toast it both sides with a little, uh, the little bowl of uh, tomato soup. Hey, dip it in. I'm gonna. Have you ever had Panera's grilled cheese and tomato soup? Mm-mm. Gas. <laughs> Federal point. I have to try that. Make sure you get the whole sandwich, not just the half. And then you're gonna have to go back. Can I get can another half? Can I get sandwich? that other half? What do, what y'all do with my other half? <laughs> <laughs> we let knew, me get. Let we me get you to come back. Here you go, sir. You look the type that you too. <laughs> just wanted you to. Matter. Of, do you savor your last bite? What do you mean? Do you savor the last bite? Say with your burger or. Like spaghetti or you know anything that you eat, do you save nah. for your last bite? I just go in. No, 
Are you, you think, are, are you a fast eater or you you like eat at, at a normal pace? Depends. Depends. So coming out the Navy, I was a fast eater. Mm-hmm. Anywhere I went, I ate fast. And then I, I like slowly started to eat at a, at a normal pace. And then after having Maverick, it's like you have to just chow down because it's going to get cold or he's just moving around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You? Me, dude. Not, dude, I eat fast. I know. Like, I could chow. Like, earlier, that was me eating slow. What? I promise. That's me taking my time. Uh-oh. Dude, I eat fast. Like, I like no joke, I could probably kill, like, a whole Whataburger meal in, like, five minutes or less. What, what caused, what made you eat, start eating fast? Work. Just, huh? Work. Oh, because it's like if I have a like a little five five six minute window and my next cl- client hasn't gotten there, dude, I'm gonna chow down real quick. Hmm. Yeah, Navy is just like, you know, when, when you're going through boot camp, you have you have a set time, right? So when the first person sits down at the table, everyone starts to sit down. By the time the first person sits up. The last person should be sitting down. Mm. Weird. It is weird. So once you just sit down, you chow, and then by the time they're up, the per- the last person should be sitting down. By the time it gets to the last person, you should be done by it so that you can walk. Mm. So it's like quick, right? And then when I got out, that was how I ate. And then I started to figure out to just eat slow. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I eat fast, bro. A stupid fast. When, <laughs> so since you, when you're eating fast, say you're on a date. Uh, did I try? I, like, if I'm on a date, I have to like bite tooths <laughs> and nails, bro, just to like slow down. Yeah, bro, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I, I literally like pick at it, eat a little piece. Wait like two three minutes. And so then. why don't you just let them know like, hey, I eat fast. I do like maybe like second third date. Yeah, I'll be like straight up like I'm not gonna lie, I eat pretty fast. That first date, I was dying. Like I could be like, like boom 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 boom. Like, dude, I could eat a whole dinner in like five. So minutes. you don't savor like a steak? I, honestly, I when I eat fast, I enjoy my my meal more when I eat fast and when I slow down, because it's hot, it's fresh, you know. Versus when you're kind of slowing down, kind of gets cold. Mm. I get it. There's a there's a, a chef um at his restaurant at the door. He tells people not to take pictures of, of their food. Mm. Because his theory is when he makes your food and it comes to your table, he's already he's already timed it uh-huh. to where when it comes from the from the kitchen to the table, it's prime eating. Like that's when all your flavors are hidden. What is it like steak? No, it's like um like uh infused Chinese or Korean. Oh wow. Yeah. So he's already timed it. It's Momofuku, so it's um I think it's David Chan. Mm. So he's timed it from time kitchen to table that once you receive it and you eat it, it should like be perfect. Yeah. But if people are taking pictures, you're messing up your, your temperature of your food. So he asked people like do not take pictures of your food when you get to my tables. I'm be like, I don't care, bro. I'm paying for this. I could do whatever I want. Are, are, oh, this meal's free. 
Because you're telling me what to do. He's gonna tell you, I'm sorry, I can't take you. Bye. He's top. He's top chef, bro. He's like one of the tops. So you're still gonna just like be like. But do you even take pictures of your food? Uh, look, if I'm hungry, no. <laughs> if I have a little time, like, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of this. This yeah. looks nice. I'll take a picture. But yeah. I don't really care for it. I do. You know what's crazy? I do. Because I'm a big foodie. I have a food page that I've never posted on. But it's probably in your in your album, your gallery. What? Like pictures of your food. Yeah, I have a lot. I don't know. It's called Food Gems. Okay. So if you guys are on nah, IG. Nah, nah, don't follow it yet. There ain't nothing on it. It's, it's naked. It's blank. It's just, this user's not posted yet. <laughs> it's just a shell. It's just. It's a burner account. <laughs> it's a spam account. There's, there's, there was one IG account that I had this great idea for, and it was like to reach out to local artists, well, photographers, and then. I would ask them for a photo of theirs mm-hmm. and explain like the story behind the, the image. Yeah. But it started to become like a task for me to ask them, you know, like you're following my page, mm-hmm. you know what it is. Like if I, if I ask you, Hey, would you like to share a story of your image? It should be like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all you should like, but they want me to explain like, what do you mean? What's the story about it? If you're an artist, you're a photographer, you know the story behind yeah. it. How'd you take this picture? What's this picture about? How'd yeah. you get your eye? Why did you take this photo? And then sometimes people didn't want to do it, you know? I kind of so, wanted to do the same thing with that page I made. It was like finding gems. Like when you find a gem, when you think about a gem, like, I, I mean, when you think about a hidden gem, it's just like, you, you got to look for it. You got to look for something until you find it. And it's like something that's like really good. Yeah. It's almost the same thing that I want to do, but with food, holes in the walls, places that are like not too known, but like, like the food's really good. Yeah. You know, I wanted to do the same thing. Just expose like businesses, small like restaurants that have some bomb food. You know, there's like a bunch of taquerias that are like bomb and not, not too many people know about it. There's a taqueria that right, right there on Austin Highway. Um, it's a husband. Well, it's a family. Mm-hmm. Husband is in the front The wife is in the back With her two daughters They're making the tacos Fresh Fresh Making the Whatever Sanchero And all that And he'll come here I was like What's up bro What you want Same Yeah same Is Carne guisada mm-hmm. Top tier bro For real Chorizo and egg Top tier. When when you get that chorizo and egg, it there's there's a brown bag. Does it have like a little bit of like grasita, like grease on the bottom? Because yeah. if if it don't have like a little, I'm not bit eating of, it. Yeah, if it, if the bag ain't like almost like about a tear, it's not good. Don't have me that. If someone asks it's, me for a chorizo and egg at work, and I look at it, and there's no grease, I have something. You got this at Taco Cabana, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that weak that weak chorizo. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Out of all the tacos, out of all the breakfast tacos at Taco Cabana, the chorizo neck is the best one. You are, lo- oh my god, bro! bro bean and cheese is doing? trash. What are you doing? The bean and cheese from Taco Cabana is trash. The potato neck is trash. The chorizo neck, mids. You it's know, not the, it's not the best mids. It's a yeah, it's a mid, right? 
Especially when they when you put their salsa on there. Man, that ain't it's even, okay. That ain't real salsa. It's not. It's a bunch of cr- like crushed up tomatoes. It's like a little bit of red pepper. Not like even dried red pepper. That's nasty, bro. Um, Edward introduced me to um. Uh, chorizo con papa. Ooh, bro. Hey, papa, <laughs> dude, papa's con chorizo go hard. Papa's bro. Good. Hey. He put he put me on that. I was at his table. I said, "What is this?" And he goes, "Papa's con chorizo." Yeah, I said, I've never had this, dude. Just try it. It's fire. Blew your mind. I don't even get chorizo and egg no more. Mm-hmm. Papa's con chorizo and some green salsa. Yeah. Oh, de la seco. What's what's your what's like um. What's like your go to taco? Go to. Yeah. Before chorizo and potato, or like what's like like a, a taco that you really really like? Um, carne guisada and chorizo and egg. Now it's chorizo and potato. But when I get the carne guisada, I get some lime, and I put it on the on the taco, and I put the the salsa on there. Hmm. Next time, it can't have any cheese though. Oh, because you're lactose. Yeah. But next time you get a carne guisada, do that, bro. Get the lime, ask him for like a side of lime and just put it on there. It's going to blow your mind. You're like, what is this? There's this uh, restaurant here in San Antonio called Tommy's, Tommy's Tacos. Yeah. Right there on 35? That one's OG. That one's like the troops. Yeah. That one's like A1. When I go to Tommy's Tacos, I like getting a potato and egg with cheese. And I tell them to put the gravy from the carne guisada on top. With some salsa verde. Thank me later. What? Potato and egg with cheese. If you like those, get it without the cheese. But tell them to put the carne guisada gravy inside. Just the gravy. Because they're going to put the gravy, but it's going to have little chunks of carne guisada inside. Bruh. What? <laughs> just just eat one, cause two is like mm. it's a lot. You're asking for it. My dirty my dirty taco that I'll I'll like I can probably have is like a bean and cheese. What do you mean a dirty taco? It's it's dirty to me. Like not dirty as in like it's just no 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 yeah yeah like like it's that. my cheat because there's there's that cheese, uh. and then you also have the bean. Right, so it's like that double hitter. Mm. I'll I'll eat it once in a while. I mean, my go-to is like bean and cheese and yeah. potato and egg. That's like basic for me. It's it's kind of easy for me, bro. If I'm feeling like ah, it's gonna be a good day, like I'll do like some country ranchero or hmm. some country la mexicana. Hmm. Ooh, Ash had a. Ashley's is potato and egg, right? Bacon, mm-hmm. egg, and potato. And um, I always ordered the kind of you saw that, right? Never tried it. So she was at work one day and she texted me. She's like, I'm real mad at you right now. I was like, why? She goes, why didn't you ever tell me how good Gandhi Gisada was? I uh. said, what? <laughs> was, I, they brought it to work and I tried it and it's like just so amazing. So now even Ashley makes Gandhi Gisada on... Random days, bro. 
Dang. I'll, I'll next time I'll have her make some. She she makes it pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know who has a good carne guisada here in San Antonio? There's a place right there by O'Connor called Texas Cafe. Wait. Some big old. Wait 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 wait. It's right by the. Wait, entrance of O'Connor. It's kind of by like kind of by the highway. In a little shopping plaza, there's like a barbecue place. Willie D's? I think so. Okay. Okay. So that place and the um, taqueria right by the the tire shop, mm -hmm. they're in competition, bro. Dude, the house cafe. God damn, bro. I don't know if it's like the cheese they put in it or yeah. just like, like the overall flavor. One of my homies, his dad owns that. Hmm. We went to barber school together, so he'd be like, hey, you want a taco or what? Yeah, all right. Throw me a little five because they're big. Yeah, from Texas. Yeah, you know they say everything's bigger and better in Texas, bro. And I feel bad for Californians because whenever so my cousin left to California, right, and I said you miss the breakfast tacos, she goes, "Yeah, they have like burritos here." Yeah, nah, nah. Burritos for us are like they look like the size fried. Of a, no, they look like the size of a baby. Yeah, they're big. Mm-hmm. But um. It's that's the thing here, it's tacos. Tacos. That's what we're known for in Texas. Have you watched that? Uh, that Taco Chronicles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have uh, carnitas Don Raul on there. The. F I've been wanting to go try it, bro. The the in, the intro to it, oh. where the guys just talking, <laughs> and then they're like putting the meat in the juices and in the castles, like. I would tell the ashes it. It was 11 o'clock at night. I was like, yeah, I want a taco right now. I want some carnitas. The way he was talking, I was like, yo, this is wild. What's um, what's like a, a place you go to kind of late at night, two in the morning? You're like, I, I want a taco. Where do, you, where do you go? And what kind? Um, The one off of Nacogdoches. Um, oh, it's been a while since I've been there. Eddie's? Eddie's Tacos? No, it's not Eddie's Tacos. Oh, my God. But they're open that late? They're, bro, they're open that late. They have the taco truck mm. and it's on the side, right? And then behind, like right by is a, a fruteria. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And then there's the where yeah. they even have a, a rose, like a rosary there. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know what you're talking about. Is oh. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... That's where I I love love their tacos. If it's if it's late night for me, may they go in Taquitos West Avenue. Hmm. Or I'm going to Taco Palenque and I'm getting a pirata taco. Taco Palenque? Bro, have you ever had Taco Palenque? Like one or once or twice. Go to Taco Palenque on a day that you feel like kind of messing yourself up. Like you really gotta decide because you're lactose. <laughs> Get yourself a pirata taco because it's a, a bean and cheese, and they put beef fajita on top. Ooh, double tortilla because it's like stupid stuff. You bite into that, and you're gonna text me, "Thank you, thank you." Like <laughs> fire, bro. Two with one, you're good. Two, you're you're just asking for it for the next two days. The taco house that I don't like, 
I mean, it's 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 torchies, bro. What? Oh, okay. Torchies is good, but you gotta order your 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 tortillas in corn. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, the flour tortillas. Look, that's what it is. For real? Yeah. Order your taco. Order your tacos in corn. Change your mind. Okay. I promise. You're gonna okay. be like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, I. There's a place here in San Antonio called uh, Velvet Taco. Eric's Tacos. Eric's Tacos. Eric's Tacos. That's by O'Connor. O'Connor and Nacogdoches. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a the competition was uh, is Rogelio's. Mm. Velvet Taco. Okay, Velvet Tacos right by the Pro. Is there one by the Pro? I know there's one off of like 1604 by in front of Top Golf. Yeah. Velvet Taco. Velvet Taco is really good. They have a really good concept. The only thing that kills it for me is a tortilla. If you don't have a good tortilla, yeah, your taco is trash. <laughs> it it's true. Like, do you like the the? Are you a corn or a flour? Depends what I'm eating. If I'm eating like a barbacoa, an asada, like an al pastor, corn all day. Yeah. Now, if I'm eating like potato and egg, chorizo and egg, papas con chorizo, flour. But it has to be fluffy. The way I tell a good flour tortilla, if I touch a tortilla and there's still a little bit of flour residue <laughs> in my hand, oh, it's right there. Dude, you got my heart, bro. Ashley loves Alamo Alamo tacos um, tortillas. Really? Yeah. She'll order just a a thing. When she used to live in Dallas, and I would go visit her, and she was like, "Hey, can you go to HEB and give me a ten pack or a twenty pack of that freshly made?" Tortilla mm-hmm. And she's like Just make sure it's still warm Like wrap it up I'm like okay. ah, man, Put it in the foil Just put it in the foil And then <laughs> wrap it up In the towel <laughs> I'm dead <laughs> Put it in my bag And then just Straight head on the mega bro Damn Yeah Straight head on the mega Um <laughs> Damn, All this man. All this food talk Is making me hungry We just ate man Bro straight up Like if I could have Any, any job Like I've always Thought about it Like if I could have Any job I would want to be a food critic. Like, I would want to go into a restaurant, be way undercover, order some food. And if it's trash, just say it's trash. Like, hey, too much salt, too much oregano. You know, I'm actually like that. I could tell you when food has, like, either too much salt, too much oregano, too much of a spice. I could really distinguish what it is. I got that from my dad. My dad's really like that, too. I mean, nowadays, bro, they, they have IG accounts. Yeah, the food critics are IG accounts, and then they're just big off of them. Yeah, there's one IG account that I'm I'm, I'm not very fond of. Why? I think it's just a fraud, bro. Uh-huh. I think it's fraud. Oh, yeah, fraud. I, I I think I thought they were cool. Like I would just hit them up. Like, hey, where's this place at? But after a while, there was never a response. So then I was like, nah, you, you, you fraud. Fake. Fake. Yeah. Just fake, bro. All this food talk is making me hungry. <laughs> I'm about to, probably going to have to eat again, bro. Um, so this past week I've been really trying to figure out, like, what what I want to talk to you about. And um, <laughs> I think one one idea came up about it and... And then another one came up, and it was more of 
kind of a serious kind of like a real life talk and it's um the question of how will humans as a species go extinct and i know why this came up and it's because i was watching um a documentary about icebergs Mm. and they were talking about how fast the recession like these these icebergs are, are happening and that they're melting from the bottom so they're floating to the top. Yeah, they're floating to the top and just breaking off rather than like shrinking from top down. Uh-huh. There's like crevices under the iceberg causing like rifts and it's just cracking off and causing huge like massive waves, but then also adding to the sea level because it's melting, you know? Mm. But in this in this day and age what do you think is starting the process of extinctions of the human race? And is will there be the extinction of the human race on the planet Earth? I think it's uh, ourselves. You think so? Yeah. We don't, it's, I mean, we don't take care of Mother Earth. Yeah, true. You know, pollution's yeah. high. All this trash in the ocean. Yeah. Look how much hey, we we need gas. We need oil and stuff. Look how much is being dumped in the ocean, on accidents. Accidents. There's that. There's that uh, ocean cleanup. Have you seen them? Yeah, but I mean, it's only gonna do so much. It's only. Gonna, I mean, there's. Man, I've seen the the what is it? The garbage patch. Mm-hmm. Um. Each each ocean that we have, and it's crazy that it just converges into like the this area, because of the way the the tides happen. Yep. But then, you know, in the Bible, God promised he would never flood the earth. And I'm over here thinking, okay, so when he does come back or he does bring some big plague or I I really feel like it's fire, bro. There's, There's droughts. Everything's dry. There's so many more like forest fires than there than there has been. Mm-hmm. What was that one big one in uh, Australia? Yeah, when all those slots were just burning alive. Poor slots too; they couldn't even move. They can't move. <laughs> they can't move. They're not fast <laughs> enough. Slots. I think I think as humans we really don't take care of Mother Earth. Our days are numbered. And it goes even to like. Psychologically, like with one another, we don't take care of each other. No, I don't think so. I think it's more, it's more the, um, each man for himself or each person for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have the idea of, well, if you have a problem, you you can take care of it. Don't come to me because I have my own problems. Yeah, you know, um, when it, at the end of the day, we should be helping each other out. But then you know you have groups of people that are really trying to make a change Mm -hmm. and then there's another group of people like it's gonna happen anyways so why why try to stop it or you know like climate change yeah they make the idea of oh climate change is it's not real every few years the earth goes through this this thing of of change and it's just gonna come back but i had gone to um hibachi restaurant am i still on the topic of food but 
had gone to a hibachi restaurant and our chef was like telling us i think it's either in japan or i forgot where the dude was from but he says where he's from they take one day and everybody plants a, a tree mm. and he's like if we were all to plant a tree just everybody on earth he's like our air would be so much cleaner yeah one day one day out of the year out of the year think about how many people are on this earth I'll take one day just to plant one small tree, even if it's something small. There's, talking about trees, there was this one guy who has an island. He, I guess he owns it or he was like his family owned it and there was nothing there. So he started planting trees every, every, every day he would plant a tree or, you know, different type of species of trees and then the next 30 years, they it just created a forest. Mm-hmm. And now there's birds that he has never seen That's on cool. the island. There's, you know, species of animals and, you know, reptiles that are coming back to the island because of the the, the way he's grew this, he's grown this forest. Dang. You know? I mean, the other day, bro, there was a ozone day. Did you hear about that? I think I was here. And you're like, we're not even supposed to be outside, right? Were you here? I think I was here. No, getting a haircut. Oh, yeah, you were getting a haircut. You yeah, I was like, wait, we we talked about something. What Was it here? Yeah. You're like, we're not even supposed to be outside today. It hasn't been in a, it's been a while since I've heard about Ozone Day. Remember? Yeah. Didn't, I, I don't know if you were, but they used to say that there was a hole in the ozone. Because of all the carbon monoxide that's being built up. and Do you think if there's really a hole, like, we wouldn't get sucked in? No. You don't think so? No. The ozone is just to, 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 protect, to protect from the rays of the sun. Mm. Because once the ozone is gone, the rays of the sun can cause, like... Damage. Imminent damage. Mm. Was it pre-imminent? We're imminent. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Think about it. If we didn't have an ozone, everybody would be all crispy. Super. God, It'll look like... Dang. You ever seen something about Mary? Uh in, in the movie Something About Mary, there's this lady that tans all the time. And she's like 67 years old and her skin looks like rubber. Ugh. It just dark. Damn. But the... Com- my um my landlord or yeah the landlord and I were talking and um you know every time I meet with him we always have this deep conversation or like we always talk but he was saying you know he he uh feels for Maverick and all the children that are you know going to be growing up in in this society on in this earth because we don't know um what's going to be happening for them. Yeah, you know, think like I said earlier, you got the 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 glaciers that are are receding back, higher ocean level. We don't even know like if the seven wonders of the world will be around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Have you ever wondered too, like, like uh, this is like maybe going a little in depth, but have you ever think think about like? 
like these tribes that nobody knows about. Yeah. That to me is like pretty cool. Like imagine going to the jungle and like running to a tribe you don't even know about you and they don't know you, you don't know their language. It's like dang. It it's scary. No, it's scary, but it's interesting. I would be I would be so intrigued just to hear and like see that. And it's the photography mind the photographer mind that I yeah. have, right? Like I would just document it. I'd be like, yo, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a video where this he's like a an explorer and he goes to the Amazon jungle or something like that and he meets an un unidentified tribe. Mm. Hasn't seen the outside world and they were fishing, right? They were fishing in the river. Here comes this explorer. He's a white guy. You know their thoughts, right? Like the white man is the devil and they're they're oh, full of Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah. Remember they're like devil men. Devil men. So he he uh walks across halfway through the river and he reaches his hand out. Here's a tribesman like reaching out and bro, when they touch his hand, like they, they jump back. Yeah. Like as if he was like some kind of ghost. Like he they shouldn't be touching him. Yeah. And then you can see them like looking around. There's there's they're looking at a camera for the first time. And they're just looking at each other and they they kind of back away. And you can see the like the guys with the, the big spears and the bows are like getting ready to just to kill this just guy. throw throw him at him, bro. And it's those type of tribes that will will basically outlast the Western civilization because mm-hmm. you know it's the way it is. There was a story about uh, a tribe that had, they were like millions, just centuries old. And, oh, it was out of Africa. Never seen another human race except for them. And there were some explorers coming from England, right? They see this tribe, make contact with this tribe, touch them. Going to their 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 village, they document it in their books. They go back to England. They tell people like, "Yo, we just met this tribe of people that we'd never seen. We should go look." Well, you know, back then it was kind of hard for them to come back. Mm-hmm. I guess five years later, explorers come back. That village died out. Oh, because of the sickness that that was brought into that village. By them? By them. What? Crazy. Yeah. No freaking Bro, way. talk, man, I've done so much research on like crazy, like there's this, there's this village or this island off the coast of um, India. Mm-hmm. And it's off limits. Half a mile out, you cannot pass it. What? They're known as cannibals. There was this young 22-year-old, 25-year-old that was on a missionary trip. And he told people, like the Indian people, hey, I want to go meet these people because I want to um, introduce them to God. He had Bibles with them and everything. So he paid the, a fisherman money to take him over there. And the fisherman was like, this is as far as I can go. 
He was like, no, you have to take me. He was like, no, no, this is as far as I can go. I can get in trouble. So he took him back. Two days later, he paid another fisherman. Take him out there. But this time, he had a canoe. Oh, the guy had a canoe. Guy had a canoe. He's like, bet, drop me off here. Bet. You're not going to go further out than this? Drop me off here. Rode himself in. Soon as he got there, the fisherman said he saw the that... It's called Seminole Island. He saw them coming out the, from the jungles, bro. Just the darkness. They just started coming out. They threw spears, arrows, dragged the dude out. The fisherman was like, I can see them dragging his lifeless body. And went back. Guess what they see on the beach? Bones. Nah. The kids. Decapitated head. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah, so that was like a warning sign. Like, this is not, this is, we're not to mess with. You think they ate him? I think so. I think so. I mean. That's wild. And it's, it's weird, bro. It's like, the Western civilization doesn't know what happens in those, in those villages, you know? But just keep, Keep our distance away from them because we don't know what we're going to do. Respect. You know? Have you ever seen, um, there's these um, two cannabis growers. And they go, like, Africa and everywhere to find, like, like the <laughs> best seed. Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't find it in Africa. I think they end up going in, like, India. Mm-hmm. And they find, like, some seeds and strain hunters. Yeah. And they, they <laughs> just started like picking off all the seeds, all the seeds. And then uh I remember I was watching this one episode where one of the villagers was like, Hey, this these guys are taking our seeds, but they're about to make millions of dollars off of our seeds. Dude, the whole village gets mad. Why y'all taking our seeds? Like that ain't fair, la la la. But it's crazy. Was it the one where they go in like that village and it's blocked off? Like the the plant is in this like this little section. I think so. And then they paid like the chief. Yeah, yeah. And it was like this one kid that was growing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, but the plants were like kind of they they weren't big. Yeah. But they weren't small. They're were like medium. One of the guys passed away from that. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah, I saw that. That's wild. It's um, things happen, man. It's it's wild. It's wild to think that. Certain civilizations civilizations are still thriving, even without technology. Um, I wonder how it would be if you were to get somebody from, like, the jungle and just throw them in the city. They did that. What? You ever remember Jungle Book? Jungle Book? Yeah. You ever heard of Jungle Book? Yeah, like with Mowgli and... Yeah. Yeah. That's a true story. What do you mean? That's a true story. I didn't know that. There was a guy who got there was a he was a villager and he got lost in the in the jungle or something like that and he was raised up by like by animals. No, 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 but I'm not saying like a human in the jungle. I'm talking about vice versa. Get somebody from like a village or a jungle, bring them to like the city. No. That's what happened. He was raised up in the jungle with uh-huh. animals and everything. People found him. Oh, almost like a Tarzan. Kind of like a Tarzan. People found him and took him to 
bring him up in the city. He died two months, three months later. You know why? He got sick. Dang. There's videos of him like looking out the helicopter, like what? Amazed. Like, just amazed because like, he's what is this? Not the helicopter, but the plane. He's like looking out, like, what is this? Dang. It's it's weird. You know, but that's all they know. You know? The Western civilization, like, we know what we know. We have an immunity of certain things. People that live in the jungle don't have the type of immunity that we have. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just clear and free. So, it's... Yeah. It's wild, man. One last story, and it's about, you know, dying off of a civilization. There was a couple of explorers. They found an island. And I think it's Pacific. And they found a village of people that had the oldest language known to man. Known to man. And there was one old lady who only spoke that. So, you know, they'll come and every year people were dying off. The village was dying off. And then the last person or last few people was that old lady and a couple other people. So she was the only one that knew this old language of like old world. Mm -hmm. And before she was even, before she passed, they tried to like get the dialect and understand what the words were just so that we can be put into history books. But she passed, bro. Dang. Wild. There's just there's just different things that happen in this world that sometimes we have to see bef- see for our own eyes. But like we were saying before, you have to explore your world. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long this world's going to be to it. Like, we're going to be here on this earth. You know? Very true. But, yeah, man. I feel like we can end it on that because we can probably go down a big rabbit hole mm. on this. I didn't want to. Huh? I didn't want, I, I could have. <laughs> but I was like, mm. We can go down a big rabbit hole, but you know, I think it'll probably deserve another person just to really see their, their, their thoughts on certain things. You know, it's always good to have a third, a third ear to listen to and a third mouth to talk to. You know? Very true. But, um, Hope you guys enjoy this episode. We have a special guest coming on for episode number eight. Mm, already on eight. Already on eight. And Dang. you know, we might we might push back the episodes, maybe one or two more. Um, you know, every season we have we have ten episodes, but we you know we wanna see how things go and you know who we can bring on. But hope we can just satisfy your ears um indulge your 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 thoughts and you know get to hear your your opinions on certain things um but to reiterate don't be scared of failure it's life to enjoy that success the end reward but almost always Trust God because he understands your path. True that. <laughs> what what you think about that belching beaver? Um 
It's tasty. Give it a solid eight. Solid eight. It's a good. It's a good eight five. It's a good eight five. Eight five. I agree. You know, I think there was one Belgian beaver that I had. I was like, oh, this is. I think I brought it. Yeah, I think we tried it. Like, oh, this is a little tough one, man. It's a little danky. It's a little. It's a little tough. It's a little stank. It was good, man. I enjoyed it. Um, we'll try to get some more Belgian beaver. I know it's pretty hard to get sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, how'd you enjoy the episode, man? What are you What are your thoughts? This one was a fun one, man. Yeah, this one was really fun. Talking about like tacos and <laughs> food and you know things are going extinct. Mm-hmm. Tribes, tribes, like that, man. It's different. It's good. Yeah, I like it. I like it too, man. Like we always say. So with be- that being said, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to another episode of Another Dab of Winning's podcast. It's your boy Sam. It's your boy B. We out. Peace. Love you.